Hey everyone, welcome to episode 96 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff. It is the Easter edition. After Easter or during Easter Sunday, as I was at the end of the day, was perusing through my social media feed and found people hotly debating what is Easter really and where are the origins of Easter and there were things that I've never seen before that have gotten attached to Easter. Some I've heard, like the Ishtar and different things. I've mm-hmm. heard that before. But this this year it just seemed really, really prevalent. And the responses were from some people that I thought I knew pretty good that were like, you know, I'm not really sure about this. And I thought if there's any one thing that as Christians and Seventh-day Adventists that we should get right because really everything is predicated upon the resurrection of Christ, if this isn't true or if this isn't factual or if we don't understand the importance of this, then every last thing we talk about other than this is just completely irrelevant. So today, we're going to keep this as short and concise as we can, but I wanted to hear from Andy, because Jeff's not with us today. Yeah. What is the resurrection and Easter Wrapped into one, what are we really talking about? Just so that we're clear and we just don't have any misconceptions, at least from at the Florida Hospital Church, <laughs> this is what we believe. I think some of the angst you heard probably, Randy, comes from um, the overtones of paganism and the blending of fertility cults with the, the resurrection story and, and that kind of thing. And, and while bunnies and eggs and all have nothing to do with the resurrection, really, <laughs> um, the, the culture has taken that on. So I can understand some confusion about those two. Uh, but I think as, as Christians, we, we shouldn't be afraid to embrace the celebration of the resurrection when the whole world seems to be stopping for that as well. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's such a major, major event. So I don't, I don't want us to think about um, Easter, Resurrection Sunday, the Resurrection Weekend. Uh, obviously, it moves because of the way the dates work, but doesn't stay on the same date each year. But all that, all that historical stuff that that could, could confuse things. It's, it's sort of like Christmas. You know, there's a lot of yeah. debate about Christmas and whether you should have Christmas trees. And it's almost you know, like that's it's not really when Jesus somehow. was born. And it's like, yeah, but everybody <laughs> stops right then to celebrate Jesus and sing songs about Jesus. And so, as Christians, we certainly shouldn't ignore those things. Right. And and the resurrection is pivotal. There's really three giant. Um, well, there's more than three, I'm sure. But there's creation. And there's the cross, and there's the resurrection, and there's the second coming. I mean, those are that's sort of the big story, all in a a condensed version kind of thing. And you know, a lot of people question the resurrection about whether it's factual, uh, that kind of thing. But there's there's so many good studies and so much critical scholarship uh, that can help person realize the foolishness of uh, trying to discredit what happened. Yeah. Uh, do we understand it? No. Is it beyond our comprehension? Yes. Uh, those are great things to help us realize that there's a whole universe, a whole uh, dimensions of reality beyond us uh, when God can bring the dead back to life. That, that that's just not something we're n- we're normal with um, in regular life. Right. Yeah. But the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the pivotal. Uh, the cross. The cross. His sacrifice. And then Paul writes so clearly to the Corinthians that. Great sacrifice, but if he's still dead, uh, then our faith is in vain, our preaching's in vain, our you know everything—it's all in vain. Right, uh, and we are of all people most miserable. Christ rose bodily from the grave. Uh, the story is clear. The evidence is is valid there, um, and that 
creates a new alternative reality. It's it's beyond it's beyond just a story. Uh, here is the place where we say, now we those who have died with Christ in baptism now are risen with Him as He becomes the the, the premier first fruits, the first resurrection, the, the 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 leader of the way kind of thing, and guarantees us by His resurrection that ours will be sure as well. This is a place we can stand on and, and move forward from. It can be confusing mm-hmm. because of, I think, what you said earlier, that this isn't normal. Right. This isn't, this isn't life as we know it here. You go to the hospital, you see someone, oftentimes they may not come home. And not like Jesus is going to stop by in person like he did <laughs> Lazarus back in the Bible right. and where you go, oh, well, that is possible. So we don't we don't even have that to reference mm-hmm. it with, but it seems like a grand story where so many pieces and parts might be able to slip in, like you said, over time, and that almost well nothing can be sure because it's such a grand story that we don't understand. Then how how can we be sure that this is really true? Well, it's it's like it's like anything else in our lives. Um, we don't like to think about it. We, we think we're more scientific minded, and the resurrection <laughs> is not something you can put in a test tube and yeah. and. Uh, do a quantitative, qualitative, scientific you know, theorems and, and test it. Uh, so it's just like most everything in our lives, we have to we can choose uh, to believe it, or we can choose to say that's a fairy tale, and and we don't, we choose not to believe it. The evidence is really strong. Um, in in the case for Christ, the book um, by Slee Strobel, he follows that up with the case for the resurrection about Jesus. Real resurrection. There's so many apologists throughout Ravi Zacharias. There's really the clarity of a good evidence of great scholarship of historical support to to try to make the story not be what the story is. Sure, is much more difficult than trying to let the story be what it is. Uh, when you try to take the story and say, "No, somebody stole the body," or "He wasn't really dead," or you know, all these is the swoon theory. He was, you know, he just he rested in the tomb and that sort of got revived him and he was able to get up. All those all those kinds of stories just deny other facts. They're they're not you can't hold this one and this one together. Right. They have uh, to go the together. only thing you can do that seems to make sense is to put the whole story together, together. and yeah. say this resurrection of Jesus Christ beyond our understanding. And and really I I think that one of the most significant things about the resurrection is the fact that it's beyond our understanding. Sure. Uh, that does not fit our quality. So therefore, we all of a sudden have to say, God's bigger than me. Yeah. Um, there's there's something I don't understand. I can lay down the burden of having to think I have got to understand everything. <laughs> uh, and that's that's a relief as well. But the, but it, it creates a new reality. Uh, the resurrection does. It's 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 a it's a whole new marker in time that is it's the it's the guarantor, a guarantor of of Christ's sacrifice. He's, he gave his life, he sacrificed himself, but then he rose from the dead. Right. Uh, and, he delivered. And, and he's reconciled. And in that death and resurrection, if, if we talk about the life, death, and don't talk about the resurrection, the story is really truncated. Uh, it, it, it loses all of its value. Uh, he's, he lived, he died, he rose again. And the, the rising again is the evidence that the sacrifice was, was correct, that it was, God honored it. And all things, Paul says in Colossians, all things were reconciled to God. He reconciled everything in heaven and earth to himself. And he brings us back to God as friends. We don't even have to make that choice. He does it. He, he does it. You know, <laughs> here you are, God. These are, these are good people now because of me. 
Uh, they trust in me. And so it's, it's just – and then it's a very hopeful thing for all of us who've lost people we've loved uh, to, to have confidence in the resurrection that yeah. Jesus sure. came from the dead and he will bring back. The scripture is very clear. But you don't have to believe it. Sure. But you have to have faith no matter what you believe. Exactly. So you can look at evolution and someone might say mm-hmm. that's – yeah, I, I believe it's more science-based. But at the end of the day, just like you said, there's no – if A equals B, then C happens because right. we weren't there. Just like creation, we think we probably have a pretty good idea how it happened, but we weren't there. But there's some faith that we're going to believe the scriptures. Mm-hmm. So I guess one side seems to be much more, like you said, hopeful, much more positive. There's some things that you can kind of hang your hat on and say, man, I will see that loved one again. Or there is more to this life for me than just hanging out, doing what I'm doing, and at the end it's over. Right. I think another really important lesson of taking an annual opportunity around resurrection celebration in our culture called Easter, to focus on that is is a, an opportunity for us to have solidarity across the entire Christian community uh, and say, we share this great hope. We share this astounding reality. This is, this is foundational to this huge movement of Christendom. Uh, yeah. And you think about the 11 disciples. Jesus is crucified. They're terrified. They're hiding out in an upper room. And the resurrection transformed them into this force that is a worldwide incredible movement that they call Christianity. And uh, we don't even disagree on what day this happened. No, so this, no. is, this is perfect. This is common ground. Yeah. So sometimes the Seventh-day Adventists want to celebrate it on Saturday. It's like it happened on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. You, we really can't change that. Well, I hope that just the short conversation – that we had today is something that can just maybe bring things into a little bit of focus for you and bring it into a little more context. Although if you do have questions or you would like to challenge Pastor Andy on anything that we mentioned earlier, you can do so by using the Florida Hospital Church mobile app, or you can send us a text 407-965-1607 or email podcast at hospitalchurch.org and share this episode with your friends who may be you know, maybe they have questions about sure. this, and if they had questions, we'd be happy to take those, and we would do a special, we could do a special edition and just answer Easter and resurrection questions. That and, would and, be fine. And as part of that research, I would encourage people to go back and listen to the message from this last week. Exactly, it's it's all about resurrection. And you can't really go wrong with this past week if you go to hospitalchurch.org. Yeah, watch the whole thing. Don't just listen to the sermon. Get, <laughs> get the music. Yeah, the music really was this week. Hats off to the entire team for an amazing hour or better of worship and message and song. We and did it in an hour. We did. It was, yeah, yeah I say it had to finish pretty <laughs> close. But you go to hospitalchurch.org, and on the upper left-hand side there, you can go to the sermons and archives, and it'll be the most recent one you'll find. This week upcoming, what are we up to? We're beginning a new series on love. Oh, love. Well, this a, a new topic. People say, "Oh, you preach about is love, love, love." No, this is uh, this the first sermon this week uh, in, the, in the series. Uh, Jeff Sinkamani is going to be speaking. It's his, he's beginning sabbatical, and this so he will be gone for three months. Oh, that's uh, right. So this is his last sermon before his three months off. Okay, uh, and it's on expanding the definition of love. Okay, and then we'll hmm. do about we got. There's three more sermons that'll come with that. Actually, on the 28th. Uh, three of our high school students are talking about they're wrapping up the series. It's Ooh. going to be a really exciting. I've already heard their 
pre-presentations, and um, it's going to be a really great weekend. Well, we have some upcoming guests yeah. then on in, <laughs> on the 28th. We'll have to make arrangements to get them here on the podcast. Sure. And then that's a good point. I'm glad you mentioned that because if you've ever thought to yourself, man, I would love to be on the podcast. <laughs> and you Come be, come join us. On <laughs> Tuesday afternoons is when we do it. You can use those same podcasts at hospitalchurch.org. Send me a text. Go through the mobile app and say, hey, I will watch the message. I will prepare some thoughts. And I'm willing to sit in the hot seat and answer a few questions. <laughs> Send me a note, and we'd be happy to have you on board. We've got three months of guest spots. <laughs> we'll call to- it Andy, Jeff, and whoever. whoever. That's <laughs> right. I mean, Randy, Andy, and whoever. <laughs> That's good. Maybe we can change it for a couple of weeks. So Anyway, until next Wednesday, this is Randy saying thanks so much again for joining us, and we will talk to you then.